Hello, this is Whack Jobs the Romans Called Emperors, uncovering the history behind Rome's craziest emperor. I am your host, Allie Brown, and this is my co-host, Sailor Brown, and we are here to tell you uh, about basically the whack jobs of uh, Roman, Roman, the Roman world. There are many. Uh, there are many, uh, but... Today we're going to talk to you about four specifically. It took us a long time to decide which emperors we were going to do because I found on the internet that there was a lot of debate on who, you know, on who was mm-hmm. like the worst emperor. I mean, I think there's a difference between the worst emperor and craziest. the craziest emperor. But our 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 priority here is to tell you who was basically to decide who out of these four emperors that we're going to tell you about, who is the craziest, do you think? Uh-huh. Um, so the four emperors that we're going to tell you about is Caligula, Commodus, Nero, and Tiberius. Um, so I'm going to start out and say that I'm going to start out with, um, with Caligula. So <laughs> Caligula's story is so sad, by the way. Oh, really? It is. It's so sad. When I was researching it, I was just, it it just tugged at my heartstrings. Um, Okay, first of all, he only lasted, he only lived for 29 years. Well, that kind of stinks. Um, And he he experienced terrible tragedy, a deep hatred for the man who killed his family, great power as the emperor of Rome, and eventually, of course, a brutal death. As always. As always. So... Originally, he was given the um, the name Gaius Caesar Germanicus um, and by his mom and dad, and his dad was a really, really well known um, military figure, very well respected. And um, he actually he was given the name Caligula when he was around three years old. Uh, Caligula means little boots um, because what? I guess he would yeah I guess he would walk around the army camp and the soldiers would like make fun of him. And say that he was little boots. I know. I thought it was. I didn't know whether to think it was like funny or sad. Or sad like that they were making fun of a three year old. I'm not real sure. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So he was. His father is murdered basically, and uh, sadly, uh, and it was like a big deal. And um, and Caligula was ad- adopted by Tiberius, who we're gonna get to later, but. Because he was also considered a whack job emperor, but um, but he, you know he was, uh, but it it you know it turned out that Tiberius was allegedly the one who killed his family Ooh, and dark. his dad. So uh, he tried to hide it from uh, from Tiberius that he knew, but um, Tiberius also like kind of kidnapped Caligula and took the island of Capri and like. I feel like everything happens on Capri. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why, but um, but he, when he was 25 years old, he became the emperor of Rome in uh, 37 AD. Um, and he was finally freed from being a pampered prisoner, which I thought was an interesting way um, to put it, like the pampered prisoner of his father's murderer. Like, that's kind of <laughs> screwed up. Movie. Very Hallmark movie. But... Um, he was welcomed as a leader or as an emperor at first. You know, he did so many amazing things. 
He granted bonuses to those in the military, eliminated unfair taxes, and freed those who had been unjustly imprisoned. I'm telling you, if this were my emperor, I'd be A-okay with this. Um, And he he even hosted, like, lavish chariot chariot races, gladiator shows, and plays. So, like, this guy was, like, on his way, you know? (laughs) He wanted to be loved. The people loved him. Um, that was my understanding of it. And, um, but <laughs> this is really sad because he was apparently, according to speculation, like he was tall and pale and, um, <laughs> his head was bald, uh-huh. um, but he was extremely hairy all over his body, <laughs> which resulted in like this, in, in jokes. <laughs> and, um, I could see why. So. To add, to give a little backstory, before all of this, he he had fallen ill. And people don't, you know, there's a lot of speculation to what it could have been. You know, ir- uh, you know um, lead poisoning, him actually physically being poisoned, or other things. Um, kind of hard to know. Kind of hard to know at this point. But um, he basically had, like, a stroke and was, they thought he was going to die. And then he, like, miraculously came back to life. And after this... Um, he kind of went, this is the part where he went insane. So of course people would going back to like making jokes about him. So like, of course there would be making jokes about him, but anyone who like mentioned it in his presence, like after the incident of him becoming ill, um, the punishment for them poking fun at him, like in person was death. Okay. So don't make fun of him. So basically, basically don't make fun of him. Um, he, yeah, so, like, that was a few short months after he became emperor, and, like, he recovered, and it was, like, miraculous, and, like, he began killing, uh, he began killing the people that were, like, closest to him. Like, he executed Jeez. people. Like, he became so, so suspicious of everybody, and I really think that's what led to his downfall, is is how suspicious he became to everyone, uh, of everyone, but, um... As his actions grew like more, grew more outrageous, the people of Rome began to just hate him. I mean, and wanted him like removed from power. They wanted him out. <laughs> At one point, Caligula declared to the Senate that he would be leaving Rome and moving to Egypt, and he would be worshipped as a living god. Okay. So, like, yeah. Right. So he was just not all there. <laughs> so... This is this is how he died. Um, it's really sad. But uh, in forty murder? in forty one A.D., um, a group of his guards his guards attacked Caligula after one of his like sporting events. After one of the sporting events, and he was stabbed more than thirty times. And upon his death, Ouch. he was buried in a shallow grave. Wow! They yeah, make it a deep grave. It had to be shallow. Yeah. And his wife and his daughter were both stabbed and killed. Okay, now that's just mean. Yeah. So after his death, the Senate put, listen to this, pushed to have Caligula erased from Roman history, ordering destruction of his statues and moving quickly to restore the Republic. So basically they were afraid that he was going to become a tyrant. Basically, I mean, I would have kind of been too at this point, like, with all the stuff, like, the crazy stuff that he was doing, like, um, like, 
killing all of the people around him and like killing random people for just like making fun of him or thinking that they're the type of people in quotation marks to you know plot against the emperor i mean that's kind of crazy so want to just touch on the um just the roman uh authors the ancient uh ancient sources that talked about caligula and how crazy he is um and the one that i want to focus on is uh suetonius now suetonius Suetonius didn't really like him, and um, and he he said that um, he said that uh, that talking about Caligula um, that his surname Caligula he derived from a joke of the troops because he was brought up in their midst in a dr- the dress of a common soldier. So going back to like his the little boots thing. Um, he was saying that that's where he got it from. And he was also saying that um, yet even at the time, he could not control his natural cruelty and viciousness. But he was most eager witness of the tortures and executions of those who suffered punishment, reveling at night in the gluttony and, and adult, adultery disguised in a wig and long robe, passionately devoted besides to the th- uh, theoretical arts of dancing and singing in which Tiberius very willingly indulged him in the hope that through these his savage nature might be softened so I guess that I the way that I took all of Suetonius's writing in in you know the history of uh like the history of Caligula the history of the Caesars um he he's saying basically that Caligula was crazy to begin with and like was a a horrible person to begin with and you know that's all we could do um but you know the reason why he's so crazy is because of tiberius you know so give yes. a little something about tiberius all right. well, i'm not sure how much caligula would want to hear this but he's pretty similar to tiberius <laughs> i don't think i don't think caligula I don't would think want he to wants know that. to know that all right so tiberius was the second emperor of rome and he succeeded his stepfather augustus anyway so tiberius was never supposed to become emperor there was a lot of deaths, maybe murders, poisonings, lots Ooh. of suspicion there about what he might have done or what his mother might have done to get him to become emperor. Like always. But it's also been said that he didn't really want emperor and it was more of his mother. Hmm. So his mother met Augustus and like they fell in love when she was pregnant with him. So uh, it was already kind of a messy situation there. Oh, gotcha. Because that was like... Always a scandalous little. little bit scandalous, yeah. So, from that, his mother kind of orchestrated things to yeah. get him to that point. I mean, like a Roman mother would. Naturally. Naturally. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. After becoming emperor, um, Tiberius was never, because he was never supposed to be emperor, he was never really trained to have the same mentality as the other emperors were yeah. trying to relate to the Roman people. Right. And so he became known as more of a reclusive emperor. And from that, he kind of secluded himself on Capri a lot. Yeah. He hid a lot. They didn't get I guess, a whole lot I guess him. that's where, you know, Caligula's mm-hmm. obsession to be well-liked came yeah, from. Yeah, because he saw this guy he come, yeah, hiding from the public. Yeah, kind of. that makes sense. Anyway, so he was also insanely paranoid. Right. Like, insanely. He would kill anyone he was suspicious of. Mm, he was suspicious of everyone. Sounds familiar. Everyone in his life 
he was he was ready to strike down if right. he felt that they were a threat to him. Yeah. And I think from that fear is where he came, where he started hiding from everybody in Capri, and he had his villa that was guarded all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But it's where he threw his lavish parties and got interested in things that weren't politics. Not great with the whole emperor thing. All right, so... Basically, he's crazy. All right, so when I look at the ancient sources, Cassius Dio sort of already had this fairly early on. He says, Tiberius was a patrician of good education, but he had a most peculiar nature. He never let what he desired to appear in his conversation, and he said what he usually did, not desired at all. So that sounds kind of weird, but basically what he's saying is, this guy always seems a little weird. Like, yeah, something's He seems off. smart, but but odd. Yeah, something's off. To put that in modern terms. And then, going back to why he might have been a little bit crazy, it says that his past in his infancy and his youth, he had hardships and tribulations since he was everywhere, the companion of his parents in all their fights. Um, obviously, because of all the complicated situations, his parents didn't get along a lot. He was passed between them, and then his mother was fighting for him to have power, and his father, they tried to be like, or stepfather, they tried to be friends, but then there was, he married his stepsister, and a whole bunch of drama there, and then as a result of that, he probably became very paranoid and suspicious. Yeah, of course. And even in modern times, they say that he likely had some sort of mental illness, extreme paranoia. They say paranoia. the same thing about yeah. Caligula. So I think that a lot of Tiberius' influence make Caligula the way he is because right. he grew up around seeing Tiberius yeah. being mentally insane. That's crazy. That's I know. crazy. So hearing your side of it was fairly it kind of similar ties to this. It, and it, it, was it very ties interesting. it yeah. all together for sure. Okay, so next up is Commodus. And I had never really heard of Commodus until I researched him. Like, I was looking up, you know, who's the craziest emperors. And Commodus was, like, the second one that came yeah. up, which I thought was really interesting. Um, but I just want to touch on the ancient sources. Um, there are two things that I want to touch on. There's one, an anonymous um, source called Historia Augusta um, that basically just completely bashes commodities and cassius dio was um not really a fan either um so they're both not really reliable um uh, cassius dio makes a ton of errors um and the anonymous uh, you know historia augusta is filled with fabricated documents and large portions of it have been uh dismissed as fiction um so dio is probably our best source for commodities reign um, because he was a senator and he, like, personally knew Commodus. Um, but Commodus had very poor relationship with Sen- with relationships with Senate. Yikes. And the traditional Roman elite, so he was, Dio was, like, quite hostile to the man. Um, so he, he was a pretty crappy ruler. He was, but he was good-looking, according <laughs> to ancient sources. You know, Historia Augusta claimed that he um, suffered from a large hernia in his groin that was visible through loose ropes. So, like, uh, that was the cause you. of okay. many humorous poems. <laughs> um, but uh, Historia said um, on the seven that for even from his earliest years, he was base and dishonorable and cruel and lewd, dis- de- defiled of mouth, moreover, and debauched. 
Not how I want to be described. Yeah, no. And Dio said, this man, meaning Commodus, was not naturally wicked, but on the contrary, as guileless as any man that ever lived. His great simplicity, however, together with his cowardice, made him the slave of his, his companions. And it was through them that he, at first, out of, out of ignorance, missed the better life and then was led to a, into a lustful and cruel habits, which soon became his second nature. So That's I don't dark. think Dio completely hated him, but it was it's very obvious that he um, he was you know not as big as not as big as fan. So um, he he um, so he was the only one out of his like nine other siblings that survived so he was basically and he was the son of marcus aurelius um and was born in 161 um ad so like he was ascending to the throne like that mm-hmm. that was it that was and life. um and he was trained trained to be um you know in, in a leader but um he he during his reign he like killed many people <laughs> including his wife that he oh. like really thought she had committed adultery And, um, he like killed, there's a story that like he executed a couple of men on the ground. So they were the sort of men who like might have killed him. Like that sounds kind of like Caligula and Tiberius a little bit, like just really skeptical. Um, but so what makes him the craziest though, is that, is that he like used to fight in the gladiator, gladiatory like games. Interesting. Yeah, so he would fly. He would fight against like animals, like the gladiators were supposed oh. to. And he even called himself a reincarnated reincarnation of Hercules, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. And he would fight hundreds of animals and dozens of men, and basically, he was just his tumultuous reign as emperor was the starting point of a period in Roman history that was viewed as filled with chaos and decline. So basically, oh. he just started up a storm. Okay, Sailor, why don't you talk about Nero next? All right. I do love Nero. Oh, oh yeah, I just have to say, special guy. All right, so Nero was the last emperor of the Julio-Claudian dynasty, and he became emperor at a very young age. He was only 17. So his whole life was kind of dark. (laughs) His mother, Agrippina, pretty much manipulated everything so that Nero would become emperor. She, like a Roman mother would, Spared no expense. There was was nothing too great for her to do. Lots of dark stuff there. Right. So originally he was very popular with the people and that was probably led by his mother because she had so much to do with his early reign. A lot of it was her behind the scenes, him being the face of it all. And then eventually he grew tired of her and that was not good for her because he orchestrated a way for her to be killed and after that is when he started going crazy. Didn't he like plan a party on a yeah. boat and like try to drown her or something yes she was put on a boat they took she somehow survived this yeah swam away and then got murdered oh yeah. lovely mm. that's just so nice to do to your mom oh yeah wonderful thing going on there and then you can see how much guilt he felt about it from this Suetonius source it says farewell thee father farewell thee mother yeah, no emotion. Yeah, but it's no. all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So after all this, he pretty much lost interest in the government, which we don't know if he ever actually had because of his mother. Mm-hmm. And he started competing in games and art and 
kind of let that be. The government was just kind of over there, Mm -hmm. whatever. I don't care. And so there's a lot of speculations that Nero started a big fire in Rome because he did not care that it happened, really. He didn't really worry about the people. They were like, well, well, fire. And then he ended up building his giant villa on top of a whole bunch of... It's massive, Destroyed, yes. Ginormous villa, a bunch of over a bunch of destroyed yeah area and didn't really care about rebuilding all that what and the ancient authors have to say about this um, guy they probably had to say some major well, oh, stuff yes. about him cassius dio his willingness to lead nero on a career of unholiness blood blood guiltness that should bring most speedy description by gods and men alike but they shrank from doing a deed and on the open hand were to put her on the of the way of secret by poison, since he took extreme precautions against any such possibility. Is he talking? He's talking about his mom, yes, right? He's talking about the mom oh, and gosh. all the how that was kind of his first of many murders. And yeah, I'm blood guiltiness. You know, he didn't really I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I'm pretty sure that Nero wins this. Uh, Probably is yeah. the winner of this case. Um, always that rumor that he fiddled why they... Oh, well, yeah, they Rome fiddled. Or it was a, uh, I would it was be a liar, liar but... I have fiddles. Right, but, exactly. You know, but, but not I'm, sure if that's I, true or not. There's what a lot. do you think, Sailor? I'm pretty sure... I think I'm, Nero's a whack job, and I yeah. think he might win the contest. I, I really do think. Uh, so Sailor and I have come to the conclusion that Nero is the wackiest yes. um, of all of the emperors listed. Uh, but, you know, it's your yes. decision, you know. Form you your own think, opinion. Form your own opinion, you know, and just let us know what you think. Uh, thanks for listening. We enjoyed informing yes, you. Uh, see you later. <laughs>